We did testing yesterday about <gasps> appetizers. You did? And uh, yeah, and we're doing pasta testing today, so... You're kidding. Mm -hmm. Do you need um, regular people? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Lunch with Shelley, the podcast featuring conversations with colleagues, friends, family, business leaders. At lunch, here's Shelley. Hello, and welcome back to Lunch with Shelly. We are, as we love to be, at the fabulous Evoila restaurant, camped out in what's become our favorite table in the front. Mm -hmm. And what's really exciting about today is that we have Sylvan Francis with us as our wonderful lunch guest. When I told my husband, Nelson, that we were hosting Sylvan today, he immediately said that I should emphasize how terrific Sylvan has been to both of us for many, many years. He's really become a great friend to us as a couple. Always so helpful and accommodating with even last-minute requests. And always in his signature calm and cool manner, which Claude and I have learned is simply critical in the restaurant business. Mm -hmm. He has also been a great and early supporter of our podcast, and Claude and I are both so grateful for his accommodations to us, including giving us a great big table to broadcast from, as well as his and the staff's signature excellent service, which is one of the reasons that Ebola has become so incredibly popular. I worry about getting in sometimes, not often thanks to Sylvan, but still, <laughs> this place is packed, and even for lunch. Well, we'll get into some of the restaurant side of our questions. This is a super fun interview for me because on one hand, I feel like I know Sylvan so well. And on the other hand, I literally just learned of his last name yesterday. <laughs> I know I speak for many frequent Ebola diners when I say we are all very excited to actually get to know you better. So without further ado, welcome to lunch, Sylvan. Let's have lunch. All right. Thank you, Shelley. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. We know you're terribly busy today. Not everybody can see how busy Sylvan is, but he just arrived. So we'll get going with a very easy question. Where are you from? <laughs> so I was born in the uh, second biggest town in, uh, in France. It's called Marseille, uh, oh, okay. on the south by the sea. Oh, um, nice. I studied, I grew up in Marseille until my 24th uh, birthday. Where I decided to uh, take the next adventure in my life and uh, go to study in Singapore. Ah. Yes, it was a big uh, step in my life. Yeah. Uh, I just uh, left my parents' house, take my backpack, and uh, go for uh, <laughs> a bachelor degree in Singapore. Where at that time of my life, I didn't speak any word in English. I was just able to say, hello, my name is Silva. That was you, pretty much it. Do you speak Mandarin? No, no, no. No, no. Well, why Singapore? So I tried to come to, to, come to the U.S. So the, the story is I was uh, in Marseille, uh, grew up in Marseille, and I always feel like I, I want to do something else, like then staying in France or just in my comfort zone. And one day I had the chance to go to New York, uh, just visiting. And um, I just, like, it was a joke in my life. I was yeah. like, wow, that's something, something. Yeah, so, Manhattan's amazing. Yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yes, that's where I want to be. I mean, that's where I should be. That's the center of the world. For me, it's for my world. It was like the center of what I need to do. There's so much opportunity, so much things I want to do. So I tried to come to the U.S., but, you know, visa and, right. you know, when you're a young man, it's not that easy uh, to access. So um, I understood that I needed to get a degree in hospitality. Uh, that would be easier uh, to step up to, to, to come here in the U.S., so that's why I did, and I chose a, a French uh, school called Battelle, 
and there are different countries in the world. And then I say, why not to go to Asia? It's a part of the world I don't know, and is a you know an upcoming uh, part of the world where you know there's a lot of people of the opportunities. So I say, just just go and see, you know. Wow. So I went to Singapore. Um, it was easy because it's a small country uh, where everybody speaks English. So it was easy for me to adapt to the culture. But you said you didn't speak English at the time. Well, I had to, you know, oh. the first two weeks. Yeah, I mean, the, my, I remember my first two weeks I was, because I'm a very shy guy, as I actually right. know. <laughs> <laughs> and I was petrified to go and just simply order food in a you know food courts on the streets because I didn't know, <laughs> I didn't yeah. know how to say, oh, I want this or that. So, you know, uh, but at one point after weeks and months, I was just like, you know, I just just say let's do it let's let's go and you know uh don't be shy anymore and just start, start talking to people and you know so that's why i did you know that's of awesome. course it was not perfect but you know i started improving my english i started understanding more and more so it was great i mean after two years i was like fully integrated speaking in english i have a lot of friends and it was great a really good experience and uh, finally, after two years, uh, I get graduated. And in order to valid my uh, bachelor, my bachelor degree, I had to do uh, an internship. So I decided to go to New York. I say it's time for me to go. So I, I find a, um, a training program in New Jersey. It's not actually in New York, but next to uh, uh, like New York City. Years. It was uh, in Clifton, in New oh, Jersey. Okay. Uh, so I worked for a country club over there uh, for a year. And it was like a management training program, kind of. So it was perfect for me because I had the chance to, you know, go all the time I wanted to New York, meet a lot of important people and, you know, understanding a little bit more the American culture. So it was just uh, just an amazing experience. And uh, I tried to stay after my one-year experience, but it was not that easy again uh, for visa reasons. And I was kind of missing the my life in Asia. So I was kind of between, so... I finally find a, a new job in Bangkok, in, in Thailand. So that's what I did. I just moved back to Asia and I went to Bangkok oh, wow. for like about a year. I stayed over there. Um, it was really fun, really fun living in Bangkok. Not too easy to work uh, with Thai people uh, since the place I used to work is a huge hotel with like 71 floors. Uh, it was a big, big... Uh, I never worked for that kind of big hotel <laughs> like that before. Mm-hmm. And um, it was it was great. Uh, just a little bit too much for me. I wanted something more like with a smaller team, more like family-oriented kind of business. I don't know. It was kind of different. I love the uh, hosp- luxury hospitality. And, uh, but I want, you know, I didn't know if it was the perfect fit for me or if I needed something else. I was still, you know, still young and still exploring what I should do in the future. So I finally left Bangkok, I went back to France, and I randomly find this opportunity here in Washington, D.C., with uh, Chef Claudio Piaolo here at Tevola. Uh, so I had Claudio on the phone, and I took the first flight uh, the following days. It went, I remember it was Wednesday when I had Claudio on the phone, and I think on Friday or Saturday I was here in D.C. You're kidding! Yes, I stayed like a week, a week or ten days, I don't remember exactly how long. It was right after the expansion of the, uh, the restaurant, so it was 2018, I want to say. You weren't here, but be- you were here before the restaurant expanded. Where- you were? I wasn't. You were? No, 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 no. Wow, I was. <laughs> so yeah, so Claudio was looking for a manager to you know take over a bigger uh, responsibility, a bigger team, a bigger number of clients, of course, because we extend and we have a bigger capacity. So so I came at the perfect time, I, I believe, and you know, uh, I meet Claudio, we check hands at the end of the week. 
I didn't really know where I'm going. <laughs> he didn't know really who I am. You know, we just had a, this short kind of interaction together. And, you know, I've been waiting a year in France to get my new visa approved. So I work in Four Seasons, properties um, uh, in Megève, in the uh, French Alps. And then when my visa finally get approved, I... I came here. Wait, so you came to D.C., you met him, he offered you the job, and then you went back to France for a year? Yes, almost a year, yeah, because oh it, took, it took yeah, it took, yeah, approximately a year to get my visa approved. And then since I find a job, I, you know, had, I had to live in a good, you know, good shape. I, I wanted to do it properly, so, you know, I had to delay Give a little bit my venue here. Stuff. Yeah, correct. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my story. That's how I came here. My goodness. But he really must have wanted you so badly if he waited for you for a year. Yeah, I mean, you know, it was like... uh, I mean, there's things we cannot control. I mean, immigration is not easy, you know. A visa process is always taking so long. But, yeah, I mean, we survived. I mean, the restaurant is still here in business. So, yeah, it just... uh, And then when I started working, I just, like, you know, be on on board right away. And, you know, I came there... first week of, I mean the week before Mother Day, and we don't celebrate pretty much Mother Day back in France so oh, I didn't yeah. I didn't know that it's going to be that busy <laughs> right. and everybody, uh, Claudio was so stressed, <laughs> because it's our uh, like biggest day of the year like he's like, Mother's yeah, Day oh, yeah, yeah, he's the, yeah. Oh, wow. he's like a crazy, crazy right. days Well you do such an amazing job I mean, Thank as you, you know, Nelson and I have you. enjoyed your Thanksgiving mm-hmm. like, through COVID mm-hmm. and even recently, I mean, yeah. it's perfect yeah. And you are very, very conscientious about time. Of course, yes. Yeah, yeah, no, I try. I mean, it's very important. I mean, for me, like, welcoming people here at the restaurant, especially in a neighborhood restaurant like us. Right. Um, because I, I feel for people, it's not just, it's a part of their life, you know. They yes. come to this restaurant, they've been living in the area for decades and different generations. So it's more like they're just like a meal. It's just like more, they're coming, they're celebrating the yeah, good and occasion. bad time on the line. Exactly, you know, they, right. They you know that intimately. Yes, they yeah. come for, you know, birthdays or, you know, sometimes, you know, they have a, oh, we come because it was the, the restaurant my granddad used to love and he just passed away, so we just come to celebrate. So I know it's a really important matter for people and, you know, it's my job to, to make sure it's a good experience and constantly, like, uh, and, you know, a good quality of service and good quality of food, you know, that's the, the chef doing an amazing job as well on that part. But, yeah. yeah, it's very important. You're listening to Lunch with Shelly. You were in the hotel industry, and then you decided to switch to restaurants. Yes, yes. Yeah, hotel, I mean, it was nice because I had the chance to, to work with, like, Four Seasons, for example, was just, just amazing. Um, you work with, like, so important people, um, and you have to adapt to every kind of demands they want. So it's a big challenge. It's like you come every day at work, and it's a different day. You, you don't know what's going to happen. Right. I mean, you plus on you know, like 80% of it, but the 20% left is like a challenge. And I love it. It's like an adrenaline that yeah. you take and it's like, it's so challenging, you know? Well, I, I told you we spoke with Laurent too. You guys must be like adrenaline freaks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> you know I love what I mean? I mean, mm-hmm. I really love it, you know. I have this, uh, this experience in first season. It was a, a customer, so it was the summertime and the summer chef is in French Alps and he wanted to go the following days at 10 a.m. So it was Sunday night. He wanted to go to the uh, Côte d'Azur in the French um, uh, Mitterrand Sea in Saint-Tropez. And he said, Sylvain, can you find me an helicopter to go tomorrow? Oh, my goodness. Uh, sure. Sure. <laughs> right. Let's do it. So I called the uh, airport. We had an airport in the, in the, uh, in the, uh, next to the, uh, the resort. 
uh, I tried to call some different pilots, and you know, it was Sunday night, like everybody was home enjoying with his kids. Right. <laughs> it was, uh, you know, I spent like maybe two or three hours to just, you know, find a pilot. And I see it's going to cost you that much money. And guys say, oh, yeah, no, no worries for that. Just I want <laughs> I right. want to be tomorrow, 10 a.m. I don't want to take the car or the train. Or I say, okay, cool. <laughs> you know, so that's kind of things you have to, to do. It's just, just amazing. And do you feel like when you said, I found you this helicopter, was he grateful? or And you yes. felt so proud of yourself? Or was he not terribly grateful? And you were so proud of yourself. And then it's sort of a downer like, oh, I spent three hours on this. It depends. Some customer, they will be like, oh, that's the, I mean, that's why I pay for. I mean, the service, I'm, I'm here right. for that. So that's what you guys should do. Of course, personally, I feel so glad. I'm like, yeah. wow, I made it, you know. So I came back home like, yes, I yeah. did it. You know, it's great. Right. You know, it's a, you know, I'm, I'm able to do that now. You know, I know. But some other people, yeah, of course, they, you know, they're always like, oh, thank you so much for your effort. You can tell, I mean, we can see that you, you did your best or, you know, even when you fail, you cannot make it, but they, they see the effort that you're right. pushing on. So, yeah, it really depends. But so you like restaurants better than hotels, or you could always go back to a hotel? No, no, no. I mean, I, I don't know when I came here if I would love to work with, like, sorry for the term, like a small uh, restaurant. Yeah. Because, you know, I used to work with, like, those kind of so, crazy right. environments. Uh, I think that's my feat here. That's where I feel Something more, more comfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because first, I'm in charge of pretty much everything. Right. So it's very interesting for me. I'm, you know, I need to develop the cocktail list. I need to do the marketing. I need to do the hiring. I need to do, I mean, pretty much everything here. Oh, by the way, your website looks great. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. You thank did you. that too. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's a part of the general manager role. I mean, you have to, you know, touch, I mean, be able to, to do everything. So that's that's why I love, love the most here. You talk yeah. about stepping out of your comfort zone to even mm-hmm. come here. Let's talk <laughs> and be bit. on the podcast, yeah, let's no, be honest. But let's talk about, you're right, and to be on the podcast. Let's talk about that. I mean, because even as, you know, being young, having this desire, but then deciding, I'm going to change things up. I'm going to mm-hmm. travel here, travel there, live here, mm-hmm. take this chance in New York. How hard was the change, stepping out of your comfort zone? And do you find yourself even now saying okay because of that experience i'm more um eager or it's easier now for me to step out of my comfort zone because of how i did it before um yes i mean of course it's difficult when you you know when you leave somewhere uh especially when you leave your family you leave your friends and you have to start from scratch again um so i mean the first few weeks yes it's always hard uh just adapting to the place to people's uh but I, I think at the second that you arrive at a new place, you just switch. I mean, it was the experience I always had. Uh, when you're on the plane, you start crying because you're like, oh, what am I doing here? And then when you land, you're And then when you land, you're like on the survival mode. You're like, right. I need to do it. You know, right. I, I, I'm mm-hmm. here now. It's no choice. I need to make it. And um, I mean, now it's like the third, fourth time I'm moving from some... Now it's easy for me. I can adapt easily. I see that I need less and less things in life, you know, in terms of material things. Wow. When you first leave, you take medicine with you, take everything. You're like going uh, to the <laughs> yeah, somewhere, eat, take everything. Your mom making you a sandwich and uh, make sure you have something to eat. Right. You know, like, yeah, she gives I, you a couple I'm of... I'm never going to have a yes, sandwich as good correct, as this. A couple yeah. of dollars and say, you make sure you have you know, some money. Just you know. But after that, you're like, yeah, I don't need much. You know? oh, that's awesome. I need a bed. I need you know, maybe my laptop to work or uh, internet connection. Right. Even, you know? A couple everything of shirts. Everything you can, can yeah. buy. All you need is a passport and you yeah. know, everything yeah. you can buy. And, you know, and working papers. Uh, working papers. <laughs> Right. Yes, you're right. <laughs> but yeah, 
Yeah, and in terms of work, um, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm growing and, you know, I'm getting older. So, I'm, you know, for me, it's much easier right now. I'm like, you know, uh, of course, it's way stressful. You have to adapt to new people to understand more. Um, but, yeah. Do you feel settled in D.C.? Kind of, yes. Kind of. I'm still, you know, still a few things I want to achieve there. Right. Uh, you know, buying a house or, uh, you know, be more like permanent um, citizen in the U.S. But, yeah, but... Yes, I feel like I feel it's the city I want to, to stay for a while. You mentioned the word settled. <laughs> Sylvan's here, French accent, uh, young guy. Yes. I've got to go. <laughs> Is there any special? Because, I mean, we've got a lot of ladies that listen to the lunch podcast. Everybody is going to be so excited any, to find out more about you. Any and he's already blushing. person in your life at all. And if you don't want to yeah. answer the question, no, 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 no. Kids, <laughs> wife, dogs, yeah. any of the above? The what? The, do you have kids, um, a wife, or a dog? So I have a fiance. You uh, do? Yes. Has yes. she been in the restaurant? So yes, of course. So the story is uh, we met uh, when I was in in Mejev, in the French Alps. So I was my plan was to come here in the with the voila with the restaurant, and I was like Sylvain, stay single, stay single because you know it's easier to move uh, overseas and <laughs> quite literally less because, luggage you know, yeah, less, <laughs> less stress, less right, you know, right, less, right. you know, like just you know, especially with visa, it's already hard for one person. So imagine for two, it's not the same story. So, but you know, life. You know, uh, we you know we see each other and like ah okay. Wow! So she <laughs> and, came here. So she came with me, and the first time when I just arrived, and uh, she stayed with me for three months as a tourist. Uh, she wasn't working, but you know she was supporting me a lot because she we found a place. It wasn't furnished, so we had to furnish the place. So she mm-hmm. was like all day long trying to get furniture secondhand or ordering from IKEA. Or, I mean, yeah. you know, like yeah, yeah, uh, that's like a regular uh, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And um, so she supported me a lot, and then she left, and then. We find our job at the Adams downtown. You're kidding! Mm-hmm. I bet I know her. Wow. Well, I'm not sure because she stayed just just a few months. It was just right before COVID. Oh, okay. And, and COVID, uh, um, you know, COVID happened, so she was laid I mean, she, they kept her for like a couple of days a week, but oh. there was no business. Oh my gosh! It was in the most dangerous area because yes. there were oh, um, yeah. protestants all the time. Yes, yes. protests right. all the time. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I remember you know finishing late here and going downtown to pick her up and you know going back home cooking together late night and you know that was our life at the beginning and then yeah and then she left because of covid i told her go back home and just spend time with your family until we find a solution for both of us and um you know since that time we're still you know looking for a solution yeah, so find so, a final, yeah, yeah wow find a way for her to come back and to stabilize our life together here how so, real is that though what that's so i mean just the whole situation because so many times we run into individuals and you may think Oh, well, everything is just sunshine and blue skies, and there's nothing going on in their mm-hmm. life. But no, I mean, you went into Sylvan, he's got a real situation going on with his fiance where mm-hmm. let's figure it out, we'll just try to bring you back, and things like that. I just think it's amazing just how real people's lives are That's when you so run into nice. them. Yeah. Well, well, I didn't expect him to not be real, but really what I think about this story is that it's quite romantic because yeah. yes, you keep separating and coming back together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. you, I'm sure, have. With all due respect, ample opportunity to meet new people all the time. No, of course, um, yeah. I, I mean, yes. <laughs> He's adorable. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, but, but you know, no, she's no, the one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we really love each other. Uh, you know, it's not easy every day, so of course. You know, right. Uh, mm-hmm. What do you mean? No, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. but I'm sure one day we'll laugh about it and say, "Oh, you remember that time we were separated for that long?" And mm-hmm. you know. 
my God, well, COVID was just the craziest thing in the entire world. Mm. So you and I obviously mm-hmm. saw each other relatively frequently during uh-huh. COVID because you did such an amazing job. Okay. And I felt very safe here, mm-hmm. as did Nelson and all of our friends. Um, but what was the worst memory and best memory of COVID? Or what do you think is was the worst thing that the restaurant did and the best thing? Or you could answer it individually. So the, the best, I think, obviously, we was the support of uh, um, our patrons. I mean, yeah. the, the support was just amazing. Everybody was really, really, up, I mean, helping us. And, um, yeah, that was maybe the best memories. Uh, we can really feel like people were, you know, trying to help as much as they can, ordering really frequently. And I think it's at that time that I really start um, connecting with people, with customers here. That's really, at that time, I say, like, it's really important. I need to know the people, recognize those people. And when they came back, I, you know, even when they're ordering, I say, oh, I know exactly what you're going to order. I because, know. you know, it was pretty much the same <laughs> all the time. So right. that was uh, that was something. And maybe the worst, I mean, I don't know, just, uh, I don't know. I mean, I think at one point it was really confusing because it was COVID. We didn't know how to, the, the virus is, um, we we get the COVID or not. I mean, it was, and the law in different states was different. So a restaurant in Virginia, they were able to reopen with a certain capacity. Right. Us, we were limited inside. So it was kind of really, so at one point we get really tired of it. You know, I mean, everybody, not just us, right. but everybody was just, it was too much until, right. you know, we finally reopened the door and say, okay, let's, let's do it. You know? Yeah. When we uh, we were together, you and I, mm-hmm. and you know our friends in lockstep during the entire experience, mm-hmm. and you were so gracious, always so gracious mm-hmm. to us, and um, we went through all the changes, and you guys did it. It seemed effortlessly, to Claude's point, really. You know, mm-hmm. it's like all the warts and stuff you don't see, which mm-hmm. speaks so yeah. highly of you and the chefs mm-hmm. and the staff. Yeah. And no, you no. really retained a lot of staff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the uh, so remember we put the partition between tables. Yes. So that was the idea of uh, Chef Claudio. That was a brilliant idea, I think. Yeah. He, you know, he cost us a lot of money. Right. <laughs> it was, it was, no, it was a way to, to, to maintain the, 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 uh, the restaurant on, uh, on business. It was a, really a brilliant idea. So that was great. And then you know, we came out with those sanitizers all the time, the mask on mm-hmm. all day long. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was not... Uh, I like sitting outside when it was... I mean, I didn't like it, but sitting outside when it was freezing yeah. next to the, uh, oh, yeah, the heaters. Yeah, yeah. You are listening to Lunch with Shelly. So um, where is your fiancé now? Is she back? She's in um, she's in UK right now. Uh, wow. Yeah, because she's looking after her granddad. He, she... Sadly, uh, lost her grandma recently, oh, um, so she's looking after her granddad right now until until it's getting better, mm-hmm. you know, leaving us. But yeah, she you know, she she planned to come in May, so maybe you will get a chance to see her. I in May. would love to meet her. You know, What's her maybe, name? Uh, Catherine. Oh, nice. So yeah, yeah, I'll and let you know if she comes. Yeah, tomorrow. please. Yeah. Does she hang out at the bar or something? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. The time she came, I told her she came with a friend and she stayed by the bar. And, oh. Yeah, and I was like telling everybody so. Of course, you know me. I'm staying always at the door. Mm-hmm. Right. I, you know, right. really, really professional. And that night, I was 
talking to her a lot. Oh no! <laughs> and she was like, "Kiss me, kiss me." I was, I mean, give me a kiss, give me a kiss. And I was like, "No, no, you know, I'm working. I can't. I know we haven't seen each other for a long time, but you know, I can't. You know, I need to stay professional." And at one point, I went and gave her a small kiss and a chase, and I left. And it was, it was like, you know. Who so I introduced that? all my regulars, and I said, "Oh, right. by the way, this is my girlfriend." So. Do any oh. other young ladies at the bar ask you for? <laughs> You're working at the door. There was not. Uh, was there an attractive young lady like her at the bar that night? Wow. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So, do you have a date to uh, for a wedding? No, not yet. We we wished. Uh, to do December, but we are, you know, a way to... Clearly. To <laughs> oh, you mean this to upcoming? Yeah, this. that was our initial plan, but now, you know, maybe next year, uh, you know, but we have to... Organizing a wedding is nothing... It's I huge, mean, yes, yeah. Yes, it's huge, but we, you know, we want to, yeah. to be together and make sure everything will be under control, and we, you know, by distance, it's too complicated to organize everything. So probably we'll do something smaller and then a bigger back home if we can that sounds fun uh, so we don't have our I mean to make everybody traveling so that we can travel right. ourselves so that will be uh, our plan so we'll see well if you were going to visit a city if you had a couple of days mm-hmm. and your fiance was around mm-hmm. um What city would you want to see uh, in the U.S.? I promised my fiance to next trip to go to wherever she wants. And, and where she went? I know she wants like something sunny, and so maybe Napa. I'm getting a Napa vibe. We went to Napa together. That's okay. where actually our proposer. Oh, good! I, mean, I meant Napa. to ask was, you that. Was in a, so we did a trip last year in March last year, uh, ten days in, in California. Since we've never oh, been fun. there, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we flew from here from DC to uh, Vegas. Just one night. I just wanted to see Vegas. Right. I've never been before. What do you think? Well, I was honestly, I was like, oh, it's not going to be my kind of. I mean, I'm not gambling. I'm not, you know. I was like, oh, it's maybe too much for me. But we kind of like it. It was kind of fun. They have yeah. good food, and you know, it was not too. I mean, it was it was great. Yeah, I mean, it's one not night my two, place, but yeah. one night cool, is it's good. It's a cool place to yeah. go for two to three nights. Yeah, correct. And then get out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. leave. Yeah. Two nights. Yeah. 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 Well, I like the dry heat. <laughs> Yeah, and also oh, yeah, that's, the that's lights great. are yeah. so arresting. Oh, I mean, you know, it's something you've to done see. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah something exactly. to see. I, I, don't, I don't regret to have been there. It was it was great, and we we uh, rented a car uh, from Vegas, and so the objective was from Vegas to go to uh, San Francisco. So we did all the national park in between. Uh, oh right. We had national park. Oh wow. uh, You know all those national park, right. Digit Valley, and then we end up in Napa Valley for a few days, and then we uh, finished in the uh, in San Francisco. Did you go to any fancy restaurants or famous restaurants in Napa? In Napa, we went to uh, uh, what's the name? Uh, Bo Bo Soleil? No, Bo Soleil. Not Bo Soleil. Something. Lauberge. Lauberge oh, du Soleil. Yeah, Lauberge du Soleil. I okay. Think. Is that where you stayed or you ate? No, there? we ate there. It was a one-star Michelin. It was yeah. Great. It was a really nice uh, food. We had very had good time there. We stayed in the uh, in a vineyard. Uh, on top of the hill of Napa, it was it was great. Isn't I think Napa is fantastic. Oh yes, yeah, great yes, great place. Yeah, really. Did you great love place. the wine? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you like California wine as well as French wine? Yes, I'm starting discovering uh, California wines, and you know, pretty and pretty interesting. I mean, you are doing a really good job right now with wines. Not really. <laughs> Me, thank no, you. Yeah. <laughs> you are listening to lunch with Shelley. Claude is a golfer, and his mm-hmm. son is a golfer. Okay, I love. Well, dogs and to walk and tennis, I suppose, as a sport. Um, but, like, what do you do to relax in any 
direction. I, I mean, I, I do podcasts with <laughs> you, Jerry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so <laughs> relaxing for you. Yeah, right, yeah. Um, but do you? I mean, aside from enjoying food and wine, which um, you and I are very copacetic about, like, do you meditate? This is one of my uh, new questions. Yeah, like when when everything shuts down yeah. like before you come to work the next day. Like, what do you do when you need to decompress? Like, um, what cooking, movies are you watching? Cooking. Television I love shows. cooking. Oh, cook. oh, you do? Oh, yes. Wow. What's your meal? Honestly, honestly, it's not like cooking something specifically, but just doing prep, like cutting onions. I can you cut onions like for that? like, oh, yes. Sometimes I finish like 11.30 p.m. here. <laughs> I get back home, I take a shower, and uh-huh. then I start cut, cutting onions, cooking crazy things until like 1, 2 a.m. <sighs> and it's so relaxing for me. I put my, so I'm a big soccer fan. So I put my handphone oh, and okay. I listen to like podcasts in, in soccer, what is going on in France or in, in Europe. And for like hours, they're talking about you know different subjects. Right. So that's your thing. That's yeah, your that's thing. my Soccer. thing. Yeah. What Soccer. team? Uh, Olympique de Marseille, the Mar- Marseille team. Oh right, right. Yeah. The, the, Do you pay attention to any like MLS here in the states? I'm or? trying to follow, but okay. yes. Okay. I think it's kind of pathetic. More. I don't mean no, to be. No, 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 no. Right, no. right, MLS. Right. <laughs> I mean, no, even Sam, who was a great soccer player, is a great soccer player. Isn't that enamored? You are listening to lunch with Shelley. Well, we can't let you go without talking about Claudio's table. Everyone in the world keeps calling me, like, when's it going to open? When's it going to yeah, open? Yeah, so we, we, we still think schedule on end of May, maybe starting of June. I know, but you've been saying that. I know, I know. I well, walk yeah, by I mean, all the time, I know. Change, yeah. It's not your fault. I mean, I'm sure you yeah, can't get anything Yeah, we have cultural issues, in. but, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, however, we, you know, moving... We're moving on on menus and, you know, with the chef starting with us, like, uh, Saturday. So you have a new chef? A new chef, yeah. The new chef is uh, called Alessandro, Alessandro. And, you know, he's, you know, we did this tasting yesterday about <gasps> appetizers. You did? And, uh, yeah. And we're doing pasta tasting today, so... You're kidding. Mm-hmm. Do you need um, regular <laughs> people? <laughs> <laughs> no, so Are I, you I, looking for I some unobjective? <laughs> so I talked to him on Monday and I said, what I would love to do is to... Uh, so once the uh, approval on the tasting is is gone, he's kind of start producing more here and do like a special here for for you for That's customers. That's so clever, yeah. So we can have a pre kind of feedbacks of you know food and what people like or if they're ordering or not. You know, like doing one night a week, like a pasta night that or Italian yeah. night or whatever. I don't know how to call that, but yeah, that'll so be that's so popular. What we're going to do this month. Uh, yeah, and maybe uh, early. Uh, we should May do well. a live show from here where we taste the menu. Well, from yes, Ebola, but preview. Yeah. Yes, speakers up and. But what I really want to do is I want to bring a video camera and come into Claudio's table yeah, and yeah. like show yeah, everybody. So the, the net post, I mean, if you want to do, I, I asked Alessandro already to come and uh, talk to you. If you oh, like, good. About his idea of, of the menu course. and everything because he's really be the one in charge of the menu. Uh, Chef Claudio will supervise everything he's doing, you know, and giving guidance. But that's the guys who's going to develop the menu from A to Z. So, but I want to see everything. I want to see the tables. <laughs> yeah. I want to see the tablecloths. <laughs> no. I want to see the <laughs> decor. Yeah, Shelly's not going to stop short. No, yeah. well, <laughs> I want the experience. I mean, mm-hmm. I would love very much to meet him, and I'm terrifically yeah. interested in the menu. Although I'm sure it's going to yeah, be yeah. fantastic. No, I can get him on board for the next. Yeah. But I, but I think we should video the whole thing, and then if we can, even if we walk eat there. Video, yeah, we could just do a walkthrough and then yeah, come back here for a tasting. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know how close it is to here? No. no. Oh, it's, it's like right there. Yeah, it's on the other side of that little shop shopping center. Yes, yeah, Well, yeah. maybe it's two blocks down. Okay, three yeah. blocks down. Yeah. yeah, it's right there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. Yeah. Once once the building is getting a little bit more, you know, things they put the drywall, but once the painting is there. 
the floor is done, you know, yeah. maybe you have more an idea. When yeah. we start bringing equipment, maybe, uh, you know, we can go around and have a tour. Yeah. Of, you know, pretty much how it's going to look like. I would love mm-hmm. it. And he would be a really fun guest. Well, the menu, I mean, just now that we're talking mm-hmm. about it, it's going to be country Italian, you said, I think. Yeah, yeah, trattoria, you know, classic Italian, right. you know, French pasta, pizza. Right. You know. Nothing terribly fancy, more no, no, homey, no, correct? No, 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 good product, well executed, you know, like Evola in version of Italian, you know, nothing too fancy. No, we, you know, Evola, we don't offer caviar, for example, we right. don't pretend to be too, you know, of course we're doing, you know. Well, I only hesitated because Evola, you're right, is not fancy, but you have fantastic foie gras, you yes, have great do, yes. muscles. But for I guess that's on the fancy French, side, right? Yeah, it can, yeah, be considered a... Uh, yeah, I, we don't define ourselves as a fine dining or fancy restaurant. I think we're still in mm-hmm. a bistro kind of. There's a term in French called bistronomic. Mm-hmm. It's kind of bistro before the fine dining. Right. So maybe that's the right term. I don't know in English, like a fancy bistro kind of. I don't know. That's right. But, I mean, yeah. that's a fine. Well, you know what I, the way I think of it is that you don't have to get very dressy to come. That's correct, yeah. And I love that. Yeah. Even because service, you can wear whatever yeah. you want. I mean, you could be casual right. or you could be dressed up because yeah, you're correct. on a date. No, no, you're right. No, even the service we try to offer is not so... Fussy. S- yeah, sophisticated. You try right. to be friendly, you know, and, you know, recommend you good food and pairing with, you know, whatever you want to drink that night or... You know, we just try to keep it simple and, you know, welcoming everybody and, you know. How do you, or who's choosing the wine list for Claudia's? Uh, I'm, I'm in charge right now. I'm the one who's going And to, how do you do that? Um, so basically, I'm not an expert in Italian wine, so I just, you know, bring... You have to drink a lot to educate yeah, yourself? Yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a tough, a tough job. Right. <laughs> no, so what I do, I'm trying to bring all the suppliers and, um, and they make me try different... Uh, wines a lot actually and um, you know I go by regions and I'm like okay I like this I like that I mean I know what people like here in Ebola right and plus since we're going to share the same clientele I know what they're going to look for when they go to an Italian restaurant so you know I just want to have a this one with this character, like one Pinot Noir, one Cabernet Sauvignon, one full body, one, you know, like I try to go by. Oh, you're going to make it a small list? Yeah, it's smaller because the space is a little bit smaller and storage will be one of the issue, I think, at the restaurants. So we will have to play with a smaller list. And it, especially to start, it will yeah, be easier to manage, not? you know, just a, a simple uh, one list until we, you know, get developed a little bit more week after weeks. But, yeah, to start, I think we're going to go simple, yeah. Anyway, Sylvain, you are so nice and so lovely, and I sincerely want to tell you that Nelson sends his best. Okay. And we will be back soon. I will. But you've been, truly, you've been very dear to us, and it is so wonderful for us to have this place down the street, and Mm -hmm. with you at the helm, it means the world. Thank you. Thank you, Shelley. Well... That was so incredibly fun. How much fun? Yeah. Well, because when we come here, number one, he's always welcoming and kind. Of course. But seems a little shy. Right. But shared a lot about him. He still is shy, but he's fascinating. I know. The whole (laughs) Singapore thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like right from the get go, I was Mm -hmm. like, what? A lot of disappointed listeners that I he's know, not single. I know, because he's okay. not single. 
But anyway, we have had the best time, as we always do at Ebola. Sylvain and the team here are unbelievable. Please come to Ebola because it's really delicious. And also, please listen to our podcast. Download it or get it wherever you get your favorite podcast. And when you come to Ebola, let them know you heard about them. Yes. Tell Sylvain hi. In the meantime, peace, love, and lunch. 